Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. Over 2,000 years ago, was made manifest in the person of Jesus Christ, God incarnate. You see, the world was a dark place. A violent and cruel empire had taken over so much of the world, and they ruled with a heavy hand, making people pay taxes to a foreign power, forcing allegiance to their emperor and their gods. Not that they were alone in this. The kingdoms that preceded the Roman Empire were not much better. The Assyrian Empire, the Persian Empire, the Greeks. Violence and justice and domination were the hallmarks of their reign. Rome was the same. Politics ruled the day. They conquered the land of Judah, Israel, the promised land of the people of God. And in the big picture, Israel was just a small area that was in the way of a great, greater conquest. And it was here in a small town, the town of Nazareth, a town of about 400 people, that the angel of the Lord, Gabriel, gave the news to an engaged teenager that she would give birth to a son named Jesus. News that would become true months later. In the town of Bethlehem, Jesus was born. A son whom the prophet Isaiah told so many years before that he would be born, saying, For a child has been born for us, a son given to us. Authority rests upon his shoulders, and he is named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Born into a chaotic world, born into poverty, born to change the world forever born to reconcile mankind with the creator of the universe. It was the fulfillment of the promise from the beginning of the fall of men, from the first selfish act of sin. God said someone was coming to redeem mankind. From the rebellion of humanity, the call of Abraham, God's desire was to bless the nations through his people a people that he would call his own, a people that would look forward to the coming of a Messiah, a Messiah that would heal the nations, a Messiah that would heal the bond between creator and creation, a Messiah that would shed his blood to show God's love and satisfy the wrath and justice of God. It was this Messiah, Jesus, who was born in a barn on the first Christmas. He was placed in a feeding trough. And it was this baby who is the redeemer of those who receive him as their savior. Jesus came into a world that was lost, violent, confused, and misguided. And our present world shares those same characteristics. And the redeemer of our present world is still the baby that came to earth 2,000 years ago, and this person, Jesus Christ, is the hope of the world. As the angel said to the shepherds in the fields, I am bringing you good news of great joy for all the people. To you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is the Messiah, 
the Lord. Just as the world in the first century needed a savior, one who would reconcile people to God, one who would lead us to repentance, one who would by grace through faith bring salvation to those that believe, so the world now needs this same Jesus that we would forsake our selfish ways, repent and believe in the Messiah, the one who came to bear the sins of the world. We also live in a dark world, especially this year, right? Fear is on the rise and fear is greatly used to manipulate and control. We are still in the midst of a worldwide pandemic. There continues to be injustice and violence in our world. And for many, pain seems to grow every year. And yet, our hope was born in the stable so many years ago. It's amazing when you think about it. St. Paul wrote in our reading tonight from Titus, the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people not just some or a select few. Salvation is offered to all people. And he goes on and he says, it teaches us to say no to ungodliness and worldly passions and to live self-controlled, upright and godly lives in this present age. You see, we are called to live upright in this world, regardless of cultural pressures and our own desires that are contrary to scripture. St. Paul continues in Titus, we wait for the blessed hope, the appearing of the glory of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, our hope is not just in the first coming of Jesus, the Christmas story, but also in the second coming of Jesus Christ, the return of the King, to judge the living and the dead, to set the world at rights. And all of this is made possible, this hope and this joy, this justice, this love. Because as St. Paul wrote, Jesus gave himself for us to redeem us from all wickedness and to purify for himself a people that are his very own, eager to do what is good. Jesus gave himself up for us so that we might be adopted into the family of God, becoming the people of God by faith. Jesus made a way so that we do not live, have to live under the curse of sin. Jesus made a way so that we can have abundant life. Jesus made a way so that we can be healed. Jesus made a way to the Father through love, through his death on the cross. And that mission was made manifest on that first Christmas night. Now, do we as Christians always get this right? Do we always love God and love people? Do we truly understand the ways of God? No, certainly we do not always understand and live as Christ. We are very fallible. Many of us imagine God to be always severe and always cross, always ready to find fault. And what we urgently need to discover is just how kind and gracious God has been in sending of Jesus, the Messiah, and how this grace, this gift of salvation is theirs for the asking. But still, 
Others of us imagine that God is simply kind and generous in a sense which would rule out his ever rebuking or warning anyone about anything. Just always kind, gentle, and loving. And such people urgently need to discover just how much God hates evil and all its destructive and damaging ways and how firmly he confronts and ultimately rejects those who persist in perpetrating it. You see, when we truly encounter this loving God, this just and holy God, when we get a real sense of what Christmas means, that God loved us so much that he sent and gave his only begotten son so that we would believe in who he was and what he said and what he did, we would be saved. We would receive eternal life. We would be adopted into his family by the power of the Holy Spirit. This is the message of Christmas, that our Redeemer has been born, a Savior for the world. And the question for us tonight is this, will we receive the Savior into our life? Will we repent of our sins and ask God to forgive us? Because on that first Christmas night, hope was born. The same hope that is needed today. Famous author C.S. Lewis, who wrote the Chronicles of Narnia, described how big this event was in the final book of the Narnia series, in the seven books. And it was... Queen Lucy, one of the characters in the last battle, who, who noticed a similarity between Narnia and our world. And she said this, Yes, in our world too, a stable once had something inside it that was bigger than the whole world. And I think that describes Christmas almost perfectly. On this night... The lowly stable has a baby who is bigger than our whole world. Oh, that we might believe in the Redeemer of the world. Friends, this has been a tough year. A really hard year. Full of dark moments. But the meaning of Christmas only shines brighter in the darkness. As St. John said, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Our sadness will be turned into gladness. May we ask the greatest Christmas gift, the person Jesus Christ, to come into our life And may we share the joy of Christmas with the world around us as the psalmist declared and as we responded in verse 2 of the psalm, proclaim the good news of his salvation from day to day. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. Amen. Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.